Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is Sassy. I'm Sassy, and this is Squirrel. That's right. I'm just a regular squirrel now. Uh, Plumbus squirrel. Yeah, regular Plumbus squirrel. That's Sassy, a.k.a. Abby. That's Big Smooth, a.k.a. Nathan. And you're tuned into the Drafty Show, the only show with everything that you need to know. That's the D, the R, the A, and F, the T, and the Y. And Y is always for you. And we have... I have. You have. I have. A special announcement. It's a sweeping revelation. It could shake the very foundation of Smoothaholics, Nutters, and Sass Maniacs right down to the core. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I think tater tots are better than french fries. Oh, boy. Wait, yeah. is that... Like, do, are there people that think differently than that? I don't know. I do. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa. A tater tot is a superior potato vehicle. I don't love them. Well, they have to be extremely crispy, but right. I don't like that the potato inside is like dicey. Does that make sense? I like a like a mushy potato inside. They're like dicey. Do you know what I'm saying? Like chunky? Yeah, they're cut up. Yeah. And then formed into a tot. Yeah. I, I That's not my favorite thing. So you want mashed potato tots. Well, I like... I would be okay with that, actually. That would be all right. Like a I potato like fries. Bowl. You like fries over tots? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Like, Wait, it depends on what I'm eating them with. And there's like a lot of different fries. Like, right. You know, yeah. Like there's a steak fry. There's the shoestring fry. There's a curly fry. There's a wedge. There's I mean, a waffle cut. There's a waffle. There's a crinkle cut. Yeah. You know, there's a julienne, which are like the little, little skinny ones like Steak and Shake have. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. There's just so many type of fries that I think you got to like match up tater tots to individual fries because I think as a collective fries probably do beat tater tots, but I can't think of a single instance of a fry that is better than a tater tot. McDonald's fries. No, McDonald's hash brown tater tots are fucking better. No. Yes. They're like giant tots. Yeah. They're like giant crowns because that's the flat tot. Uh Uh-huh. Is the golden crown. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which... (laughs) BK got ahead in that game way early. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, BK's yeah. gravy is like the perfect like dipping sauce they for their gravy? potato. For their... their gravy's terrible. I hard, oh, oh, hard disagree on no, that. No, if you go to Wendy's, they have a superior sausage gravy. Here's the thing. Like, if I go to Burger King, I pay $1.99. I get an entire biscuit with gravy on it. Mm-hmm. I go to Wendy's, it costs me a mortgage. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wendy's gravy is literally $8. I've gotten gravy for 99 cents after stopping at Burger King to get some of their tots because it's on the way back. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll make two stops. If you you order B&G's from Wendy's, it's $8. If you order B&G's from Burger King, it's $2. But just a cup of gravy is is a buck. What's so great about those biscuits? Those biscuits are nothing to write home about. Did I say anything about biscuits? I I don't understand. This isn't a wrestling podcast. (laughs) Like, I... (laughs) <laughs> See what I did there? I don't get it. It's a callback from about six years ago. <laughs> I got it. You're she, the only one. She's pregnant now. I know. She's almost. I think she's due in like a month. Who? Uh, biscuits. Uh, <laughs> hot cross buns. Yep. Mm. Uh, no, I agree with you. I think a tater tot is a superior to a fry. Yeah. So. 
Like, really, it's what do the people think? That's what we need to know. Okay. So, the people that really call the show, Billy. Mikey G. Mikey G. Zach, a couple times. Barry had thought about calling. Bear's called. He really thought about calling this week about something. I can't remember what it was. But, yeah, he did not. No, he didn't. Here's what I propose. Oh, about the Ric Flair energy drinks. Woo! He said it was a clean energy. Like, he didn't, like... Like, you know how you feel when you drink, like, a real sugary one or, like... No. Like, jitters. Like, that's it, very no. clean. I, I didn't mean, like know I've that had he drank them. Dirty Coke. Is it similar to that? No. Okay. Now he he said uh, the dragon fruit one was the best. The what? lemon one might have been the best, but it smelled like cleaner. He did not like the strawberry banana. Well, okay, what? you guys both thought the strawberry banana was the best, and the dragon fruit was the worst. Well, that's Barry's opinions, huh? Huh? Well, he's wrong. What? <laughs> uh. The- uh, <laughs> so, so really, we need to know what, what's better, like, as far as fries go. Like, this could be a whole thing. Th- that's what I'm about where to we talk to about. You. Like, all the fries. Do mm. we, do we compare fries? Do we compare tots? Do we compare fries to tots? Like, what, what? here's what I say I'm gonna ask you a question first. Okay. Both of you, do wedges count as fries? Yes. I think wedges are their own thing. Oh, oh okay. I said it. Well, I feel like wedges are like on the same thing as tots. Like they're just different. They're not called fries. They're not called tots. Okay, this is so like the Oreo situation. They're, they're called wedges. We gather up okay. and we'll do like frozen ones, not like restaurant ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of different fry flavors. Waffle mm-hmm. fries. Different or er, cuts and such. <laughs> and we find the best one. Mm-hmm. And we do the same thing with tots and the same thing with wedges. Mm-hmm. And then we have a three-way dance. With the best tot, the best wedge, and the best fry. We're going to need a lot of ketchup. And, I don't and multiple like air fryers. I don't think anyone. I think We be- can get multiple air I fryers. I think between the two of us, we have like four. I have one air fryer. Oh, I thought you had two. I have two. It's at, got levels. I have two at home and one at work. Okay, so you've got three. I've got two. He's got one. That's six. I've got, I've got two in my uh, Blackstone, too. So I'm gonna bring like a whole grill over. So we could do like a big thing. I don't know if the house can handle this. The studio definitely can't. The electricity. <laughs> oh God, we're gonna blow breakers. So I'm I'm down with trying this if you are. All right, I mean, we'll I'm figure it out. We, we, we were gonna do the trying out. of everything off air and then do the top three on to decide. Like when we watch the movies. Like I mean, I'm when okay we watch that. the right, OC. We Oh shit! Yeah. So we do. We don't have to talk about watching the OC. We just watch the OC and, and, and then talk about the potatoes we eat. Yes. Yeah. Because we're now with OCP. You know me. That OCP. was a terrible joke. That was a terrible joke. Yeah, it worked. Okay. So should we get back on track here? Yeah, I'm gonna give you guys the D. All right. All Thanks. right, guys. Th- this week, D is for <laughs> dolls, but it's also the game. Not dongs. No, dogs uh, was last week. Dolls, dolls with dogs. So, uh, Abby and I went and saw the Barbie movie over the weekend. Uh, that was pretty good. I liked it. I uh, get an invitation. Um, 
Uh, that's not my fault. I and I told Doug you, you did. I told and you Doug said you had a date. She threw you right under the bus, Doug. Right, but I asked you yeah, before you her, said that, and you said you had a date. You on didn't Saturday. ask me. Oh, if I wanted to go to the movies, you didn't say anything about Barbie. I did. Where last Monday <laughs> after we were done recording, you were like, "I have a date, maybe Friday." You went and hung out with Mikey on Friday. I didn't. You said you were going I was to hang going out with to. Mikey, and then you never text me. Wow. So. Uh-oh. I was told you didn't want to see it, Nathan. I'm sorry. I don't have a problem watching it. You said you had you were busy. Sorry, Dad. I had a date. I did I know. throw your ass right under that <laughs> That's bus. That's fine. I'm just saying that like, he can't say there wasn't a conversation because there was. Okay. I, I don't remember the conversation about, hey, do you want to go watch the Barbie movie? Do you want to go watch a Barbie movie? You Not and I now. can go. Not now. I'll go with you. It's ruined. You guys have seen it. I'll pretend like I haven't. We can go see Haunted Mansion. I want to see that. Mm, I want to see Oppenheimer. I want to see that too. Which one? The one he said. Oppenheimer. I'm okay. not going to try to pronounce it. I know how it ends. Boom. I uh, want to see it. You and I can go. That's fine. Bye, Doug. I mean, are you guys gonna go right it's now? Just, it's just—it's I... just a pity. Like, I'm gonna go to the movies with you, but I really went with Doug. It's just preferred. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so can we do the game or? <laughs> no, we're gonna do the game. Dolls. Yeah. All right. Just cut all that out before we'll just start over again. D no. this week is for dolls. Don't let anyone know. D this week is for dolls. Uh, so here's how it's gonna work. I got 21 questions about Barbie. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> if you think you can answer the question without me giving you four choices, if you get it right, it's two points. We need a pad of paper. This is unfair. I'm at a disadvantage. It has nothing to do with the Barbie movie. It has everything to do with Barbie the doll. I might still very well be at a disadvantage. Why? Because I'm assuming that you Barbie. played with the Barbies. Oh, that's yeah. sexist. That is. And it was completely accurate. Mm. Abby, were you a Barbie girl? In, in a, a Barbie, Barbie world, world, I was. All right, maybe she will. I was a big Barbie girl. Are you gonna let her keep score? <laughs> Give me buzzers. Beep. <laughs> I'm just getting. That's fine. You can do that. Just a sigh. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask a question. If you think you know the answer, you can buzz in. If not, I'll give you four choices. If you get it without uh, the hints, two points. If you don't, one point. Okay. I'm ready. All right. As of 2023, in case you're watching this in the future, everybody, how many Barbie movies have been made? <sighs> Six. No. Mm-hmm. So, Abby, your choices are seven, 43, 24, or 49? Seven? No, 43. <laughs> really? There's been that many movies? Most of them are animated. Yeah. But actual movies. Yep. I don't believe it. Okay. It's fantastic. Which company produces the Barbie dolls? Bzz. Oh, fuck. Hang on. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Whenever. No, does she still get a chance? She's right out of time. Oh, oh, it's Mattel. It is Mattel. Yeah. Two points. Damn. 
Which year was the first Barbie doll released? Bzz. Yes. 1959. That is correct. <laughs> That's also the year my mother was born. Wow. Maybe she's Barbie. Definitely not. Uh, what are the names of Barbie's sisters? <sighs> How many does she have? Well, I'll give you some choices. Rita, Gina, and Sophia. Midge, Summer, and Teresa. Chelsea, Stacy, and Skipper. Or Taffy, Blissa, and Tawny. <sighs> C. Bullshit. Yes. Chelsea, Stacy, and Skipper. She was faster on the buzz. Mm. You need to get your other... The, it's not quick enough. You're... Uh. Yeah, I need to go beep. Yeah, you need to go back As to of beep. today... Changing it to beep. Okay. As of today... Uh, you're going to need to know the four of these because it's choices. As of today, which of these have not had a Barbie doll made after them? Zendaya, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, or Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Uh, Jennifer Lopez? That is incorrect. Fuck. Zendaya, Nicki Minaj, or Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, Beep. Nicki Minaj? I don't fucking know. It is Olivia Rodrigo. The other three have had Barbie dolls made after them. That was my second guess. What is the name of the very first black Barbie doll? Your choices are... Christy, Nikki, Annie, or Bethany? Christy. That is correct. (laughs) I love you, Nathan. (gasps) Don't ever pull away from my touch. (laughs) In in Barbie, Life in the Dream House, what does Chelsea want for her birthday? Beep. A horse. No. A pony. Your choices are a llama. Stop. Oh. <laughs> a poofa. A tennis playing robot. What's a, a poofa? I don't know. A playhouse or a fire breathing dragon. Read them again, please. A poofa. A tennis playing robot. A playhouse or a fire breathing dragon. A playhouse. No. Would you like another shot? Beep. Yeah. A tennis playing machine. Yes, a tennis playing robot. I almost said tennis playing dragon. And it would have been <laughs> oh, man, that would have been real weird. <laughs> you would have got half a point for that one. Oh, uh, okay. All right, since you made up the other one, what's a poofa? I have no idea. You you just made up the word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Which of the following careers has Barbie not had? Chicken farmer, NASCAR racer, car salesperson, or rapper? A rapper? No, she's been a rapper. No, she hasn't. What a baddie. A car salesperson? That is correct. She has been a chicken farmer, NASCAR driver, and rapper. Wow. She's been a chicken farmer. (laughs) 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 Which doll is the best-selling Barbie of all time? Would you like choices? Uh, I have a guess. Okay, make a guess. But I don't know the name for it. I can also I, have a guess, but I don't know the exact I, I name. I can give you a description. How about I read the choices and you see if one of those is right? Yeah. Because she'll be faster. Go ahead, read them. Barbie for president. The first edition Barbie. 
Malibu Barbie or Totally Hair Barbie? Totally Hair Barbie. Yes. Is that what you were thinking it was? <laughs> it's an audio <laughs> medium, but I withstand. <laughs> Which one were you trying to describe? Was it Totally Hair? Yeah. Oh. It was the one that, like, you know, the weird Barbie. Oh, come on, man. That's like every Barbie. <laughs> There's every a Barbie. chicken farmer Barbie. Not everyone. <laughs> the Tell one they got played with too much. Oh. That one. Did they cut the hair? Didn't every little girl cut the shit out of their Barbie's no, hair and then fingers off. cut their own hair <laughs> and then you got to send them to school with a fucking. I chewed its fingers until what? they were. The Hannibal Lecter. Until they are one flat piece. I don't know, you guys. That's fucking gross. They were good. The Barbie had good tingers. <laughs> tingers? <laughs> Abby's not allowed to get drunk before the show anymore. Oh. Okay. Who was the first celebrity to have their own Barbie doll? Hmm. Beep. Yo. Marilyn Monroe? No. Here's some choices for that you, That was though. a good guess. Though, it was huh? a real good guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Marilyn Monroe was like a little bit before Barbie. Hence, she should have had one. Uh, Dolly Parton, Jackie Kennedy, Twiggy, or Cher? Beep. Bzz. Jackie Kennedy. He no. already guessed. It was my turn. Holy crap. No, he Somebody's guessed without getting, getting the grumpy. choices. Yeah, which means that automatically I get the first choice. Okay, you go first. Twiggy. Yes. <laughs> grumpy ass Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive Barbie. Who was Barbie's first best friend? Nathan. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> I feel like you watched the movie. I do too. Oh, I watched a lot about it on Snapchat. I feel like he did too because a couple things he said, he sounds like he knows. Oh, I, was, I watched a whole thing on Snapchat. It was a whole video where they were talking about the movie and like the different things that happened in the movie. And then Russell came home and fucking described the entire movie. Ugh. So I don't so need to watch need it. you didn't need to see it then. All right. Here's your choices, matter. guys. I mean, I'm, I'm better off being alone anyway. It's fine. What are we doing? You're in trouble, Doug. All right. No, Doug's not in trouble. I am? Madge, Barry, Maud, or Midge? Midge. Bzz, Midge. Yes. Why, why did you look at me? Why aren't you guessing? Because I don't fucking know. Oh. What was the name of Barbie's rock band? Choices are the Pinkettes, the Holograms, the Rockers, or the Sequins. Can, can you repeat those, please, sir? And I sure can. Them, and Thank spell you. them out. The Pinkettes, P-I-N-K-E-T-T-E-S, the Holograms, H-O-L-O-G-R-A-M-S, the Rockers, R-O-C-K-E-R-S, or The Sequins, S-E-Q-U-I-N-S. I, I'm going to go beep and then say The Pinkettes. You are incorrect. Would you like a guess? Uh, Rockers. I have no idea. Bzz, rockers. Yeah, that's correct. Oh. I knew The Holograms was Jim and The Holograms. That is correct. I was wondering if anybody would know that. Was yeah. what? It was a cartoon, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I've seen 80s. it before because I thought it was Barbie. 
yeah, for the I mean, longest time. Very, like when you've seen it, yeah, it's very Barbie-esque. It yeah. yeah. What is stuff. the name of the first animated Barbie movie? Choices are Barbie as Barbie in the Nutcracker, Barbie as the Princess and the Popper, Barbie as Rapunzel, Barbie and the Three Musketeers. Beep. Hit it. Barbie as Rapunzel. That is incorrect. Okay. That is the, like, 15th. The Nutcracker. Barbie and the Nutcracker. Okay. I will give you a point for that. Was that right? Yeah. What, did I say it wrong? Well, you just said the Nutcracker, which was not the name of the title. Oh, boy. Okay. What did the original Barbie wear? Swimsuit. Be more specific. Black black and white striped swimsuit. That is correct. With sunglasses. It doesn't say with sunglasses. Just a black and white one piece swimsuit. Look it up. I did. Because it was a black and white swimsuit with sunglasses. Okay, Nathan gets a point. No, my grandma had a remake of it. Well, it's a remake. It's not the original. It might have been the original. Look it up. I did. I looked all of these up. I spent four hours making this game. Uh, I, I keep I forgetting you, to give myself way. two points before the thing. But you haven't gotten one before questions. I just did it. What was the first fashion designer to team up with Barbie? Fun fact, I don't know fashion designers, so I probably am going to say some of these names wrong. Choices? No, yeah, I don't know. Elsa Schiaparelli, <laughs> Oscar De La Renta, Gianna Versace or Vivian Westwood. And we're supposed to give you the first one? The first fashion designer to team up with Barbie. B Versace. No. Okay. Did that was guess? the only one I recognize, so I'll just guess a letter because I don't know the other names. <laughs> Do you want to hear them again? Nope. Because I have no idea who they are. A. No. Okay. It is Oscar de la Renta. Okay. Who is not a boxer. That is Oscar de la Hoya. Oh, I was confused. <laughs> what was Barbie's first job? Choices are nurse, astronaut, teenage fashion model, or teacher. Beep. Nurse. New. Bzz, teenage fashion model. That is correct. Where is Barbie's hometown? Like, where, what, what, like, state? Where is Barbie originally from? Oh. New York City. Sunnybrook, Iowa. Malibu, California, mm. or Willows, Wisconsin? Bzz, Malibu. No. Mm. Beep. Iowa. No. Willows, Wisconsin. She did move to Malibu, California. Yeah. Malibu, and they became Malibu, Malibu Barbie. Barbie. That is correct. <laughs> what is the series of Barbie dolls modeled after historical figures called? Herstory Heroes, Inspirational Women, Fierce fashionistas or women of wonder. Bzz, inspirational women. That is correct. You didn't like her three heroes? I thought that was funny. It was okay. cute. Yeah, funny. I mean, we knew it wasn't the answer. Because <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> when was Ken introduced? 1959, <laughs> 1960, 1961, or 1962? Beep. Hit it. 61. That is correct. I was guessing. I mean, you guessed correctly. I figured they had Barbie out for a couple years before they're like, fuck. 
Let's give her a very long term boyfriend. Barbie's a horn dog. She needs a mate. Yeah, she's gonna beat him off. Uh, <laughs> finally, last question. <laughs> what is Barbie's full name? Uh, I actually do know this. Do you really? Uh, no. <laughs> I I did. She lied. I did at one point. She lied. I, I know. I, I kind of. Go ahead and give us the answer. Barbary? Barbary. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Barbara Mildred Reed. Barbara Marianne Reeves. Barbara Margaret Rogers. Or Barbara Millicent Roberts. Barbara Millicent Roberts. That is correct. I thought I did good with those because I made them all sound like you did the same. Uh, but I knew as soon as I heard Millicent, I would remember. Because yeah. Game of Thrones. Isn't that she the bad guy in uh, Sleeping Beauty too? It's Maleficent. Oh. It's, yeah. Close though. <laughs> Isn't Barbie the bad guy in the Barbie movie? No. No. Oops. The patriarch is the bad guy in the Barbie movie. Right. And Will Ferrell, kind of. Kind of? Yeah. And the Indigo Girls. Yeah, the Indigo Girls. Who's Indigo Girls? Cool certified! Ooh. That, that, that went high. Yeah, they're the Indigo Girls. Well, I don't know who that is. Alright, that was D. Uh, <laughs> was I assume... that it? I assume she won. As of earlier today, late last night, uh, so Sunday night, July 30th, uh, Paul Rubens died of, after a long bout with cancer. Uh, That's sad. What kind? It, d- it doesn't say. Just said a long bout with cancer. Hmm. Uh, most people know Paul Rubens as uh, the vampire that took forever to die in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> really? Probably not. I mean, a, I feel like some vampire? people did. He was a vampire? Yeah. Did you, did you never watch the Buffy movie? No. Oh. Uh, Paul Rubens, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Pee-wee's Big Top, uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse, the HBO series for Pee-wee adults. Lawrence Fishburne was there. Howie Mandel. Pee-wee adults. Yes, okay. So not a lot of people know this. When Pee-wee started, he was a when Paul Rubin started, he played a character called Pee-wee Herman that was a very adult character. He played like his original comedy act was very much uh geared for adult audiences. Uh like mis- most things in the eighties, corporate greed g- got involved. So the Pee-wee's Playhouse television show was a children's show based off of Paul Rubin's Pee-wee's Playhouse, which was basically like a brothel <laughs> a stand-up show. Uh, one ma- Not a one-man, but like a... That seems wrong. Uh, the Ninja Turtles are the same way. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> a lot of the 80s. Max Hedrum. Uh, uh, most most things that became huge, like popular things in the eighties, started as niche uh, adult entertainment. 
but because the 80s was about greed and cocaine, they marketed to all audiences. And that is how most people today know Pee-wee as the children's television performer. Uh, secret word. Hmm? I just think he's creepy as hell. And his laugh could literally make me- tears fall from my eyes. So don't do it? Don't. Don't, don't do, do the Pee-wee laugh? Don't. So don't. Don't. Doug, don't. Please, don't please, do the Pee-wee please laugh. don't. I like have an irrational fear of Pee-wee Herman. And in high school, my Spanish teacher knew about it. And during slides, he would randomly pop up this one picture that would make me cry every time. And he would randomly throw it in his slides. Because he knew it bothered me so much. We can't do the joke. What's the joke? We can't do any Pee Wee Herman jokes. Oh, he's scary. Oh. Wasn't, didn't he get in trouble too? He did. For being a chomo? No. 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 Oh my God. God. What did he get in trouble for? Well, see, that's what happens when you're misinformed. Okay, well then tell me, please, what he got in trouble for. Look, okay, back in the day, 1994, they had movie theaters, still do, that showed adult film. Really? New York City. And he was enjoying Relieving the film. himself? He was yeah. a paying customer. Yeah. He was... Was that illegal in those things? It was not illegal in the slightest. He did nothing wrong, other he, than the fact that he was a children's performer. Wow. That's which, all that was. Which he wasn't at that time. Pee Wee's Playhouse had already ended its run. Yes. From uh, like 86 to 91. Yeah. So, and I think rhymed. it was 92, not 94 that uh, he got caught. Yeah. Uh, all he was doing was jerking off. In a room made for jerking off. Yeah. It was made for that. It's an adult porno theater. You go into a room... And watch a porno on a movie screen and jerk off, and then when you're done, you leave. Was everyone doing that? That is the entirety of that building's purpose. Ew, I bet that place was sick. Floors were probably sticky. I bet it was sticky as fuck in there. But let me ask you this. Bleach that. Just because he did that, that doesn't make him a chomo. Not in the slightest. Like the guy that was in the Barney suit probably jerked off. Okay. I didn't know what Uh, it was. Just saying. I just, that's what I thought. Joe from Blue's Clues. Steve. Steve, yeah. Yeah. Steve from Blue's Clues fucking did adult entertainment. Yeah. There's a clue. Uh. I wonder where it's from. His wiener. <laughs> I just want you to know that Mike Grover is laughing out loud. Good. At this. Good. Why? So look, that was the misconception. He kind of got blackballed in Hollywood for a little bit. But not blue balled. Not blue balled, though. <laughs> he told us he finished. Uh, <laughs> he did have a resurgence in what, like 2015? A little bit, yeah. Where he brought back his original adult uh, theater tour with Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it was back to the original adult version. And then, you know, he would show up in things. Uh, he was in Mystery Men. Uh, he was in, uh, well, like I said, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was his first thing back after the uh, whole fiasco. He played Penguin's father in Batman Returns. He it wasn't did? a very long. No. Uh, well, like, they call him Pee Wee. 
Yeah. Uh, I didn't do. Yeah, but it was close enough. Uh, she, she fucking twinged. Did you see it? Uh huh. <laughs> I don't like it, you guys. I, I wasn't I messing with you. You are. And I can't just... get his face out of my head right now. So. I think we should all keep his face in our head for a while. Yeah. And remembrance. He was 70 years old. I'm sorry that he had to die of cancer, but like, bye, Pee Wee Herman. Well, it's Paul Rubens. It's not yeah, Pee Wee yeah, Herman. Yeah. Well, Pee Wee Herman in general. What about, you remember Large March and Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Yeah. That gave me nightmares. You want a fun fact? You want a fun fact? I always want a fun fact. Okay. In 1989, I was in kindergarten. Okay. Yeah. Guess who I dressed up as? No. Yep. Really? Well, true story. Huh. I was Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I thought you dressed up as Arch March. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That's a weird callback for a kindergartner. I don't know. Like, I I was, I I woke up because I work nighttime. I do too. I woke up and uh, my buddy Dwayne had posted it on Facebook because he's the one who tells me every celebrity that dies. Uh, And I just, I was like, super sad. Yeah, me too, man. I thought. You know, let's let's postpone the one thing and let's just talk a little bit about Pee Wee. And apparently, we can't do that because Abby is afraid of men in bow ties. Yeah, <laughs> bow ties. What about it? What is it about him that scares you? Yeah, uh, his face. <laughs> his just face. So mean. He doesn't have a displeasing face. I didn't think so. He's got like a n- nose. I yeah, guess. I get his noses face are weird. and his voice. That's not his actual voice. And like the way he like. Like walks. I don't. You. I like don't. He's know. a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne got his start on Pee Wee's Playhouse. He did. I just cannot with him. Um. Like I will stare at Michael Myers all day. I'm more scared of Pee Wee. I think that's just a, a strange sexual too, really. fetish. Yeah. It's uh, okay though. It's not. It's not strange to you. I just, I don't know. Like, Pee Wee brought me so many years of joy. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, same. I watched Pee Wee's Playhouse when I was a kid. He brought me so many tears. With the, with the lion on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when it got stolen? But that was, yeah. That was the whole point of the movie. So, next franchise is Pee Wee franchise? Oh, my God. Can we watch the Pee Wee movies now? I mean, I don't, I don't think we have to run that by somebody else. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be okay with it. I won't. So, if you guys want to, but I will not. I swear. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're sad that Pee Wee. Yeah, two of us are Paul sad. Paul Rubens. Yep, yeah, two of us are sad that the inventor of the sandwich, Paul Rubens, has passed away. Inventor of the sandwich, the Ruben. Yeah. The- Nuh-uh Yes. Yeah. You're kidding. Yes. Yes. Oh God, I'm never eating one again. <laughs> that was great. That was good. I'm proud of us. That was good teamwork. Yeah. High fives. Yeah. I- Smooth squirrel coming at you. All right, let's Sassy's get off. leaving. Let's get off the R train and get on the A train. A train. A train. Uh, Assholes. A. This week is for allegations. So if you want to like not like somebody, here you go. Yeah, we need a. We well, need I'm an gonna... impartial judge on this. Jonah Hill's been in the news a lot lately for apparent like uh, manipulation and uh, possible child molestation rumors. Okay, no- I don't know anything about it, so well, you're gonna I'm have gonna... to give me the skinny. Good thing about this show is like I do that every time. Um, 
Sometimes. None of these things are in a court of law. None of these things have been proven. This is all hearsay, conjecture, and one side of a story. I want to say all of that before I get into it. Yes. Uh, this, These are the allegations, which is why it's under A, made against Jonah Hill by two different people. Okay. Two separate things. I'm all ears. Uh, they just happen to hap- coincide at the same time. So, Jonah Hill has faced controversy from his ex-girlfriend Sarah Brady for being, quote, emotionally abusive. Uh, which a lot of people who follow Jonah Hill know that he's been very open about his own therapy, mental health journey, and, you know, trying to become a better person. Hey, you said we were going to, like, read these, right? Well, they're one-sided, so I was just going to read them. Mm. I thought we were going to, like... Here's the thing. Like, I, w- I wanted before. to do that. I yeah. wanted to replay the conversation. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sarah Brady has deleted all of her responses to everything that happened. So we only have what Jonah Hill said. Yeah. Which is super yeah. sketchy to That's me. suspicious. Yeah. So I, all I can do is read the text messages that Sarah Brady has posted. Okay. Okay. I apologize for interrupting. No, no. It's I was fine. That was to, the original for plan. For the acting part of it. Yeah. But when I got into <laughs> it, like... You're going to act it out. She yeah. hasn't released anything that she said. Like, it's clear that, like... She is like they. He is having a conversation with her, and she has deleted all of her responses. I was going to do my best to read it like Jonah Hill would say it. Okay. I mean, if you just want to read his, you can. So this it's is okay. so this is a text thread. Uh, yeah, it looks like Facebook Messenger actually. And she's deleted whatever her responses. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can, you well, can tell right by there, reading then it. that's. I mean, that's guilty. Well, we still got to hear it. Okay, let's hear it. So, she put. A bunch of stuff on our Instagram uh, two weeks ago, uh, July 10th, about the actor's mistreatment of her after he had a baby. Like, which is weird, right? Yeah. In all after with he her? had a baby with another woman. No, he broke up a with a woman. Relationship. He broke up with Sarah Brady, which is a pro surfer. He met another lady who I believe is like a producer. Okay. They got together. They just had a daughter. Then she comes out and says all this shit. Okay. They've been broken up for three years. Okay. Just throwing that out there. So plenty of time. I'm not victim blaming. I'm not accusing anyone. I'm just stating these are like the facts of the story. When was the baby born? Like third of July, I think. Okay. So she's angry. Maybe. Uh, she posted a bunch of. Things that he said, and then she wrote that uh, after a year of healing and growth and the help of loved ones and doctors and getting back to living my life without guilt, shame, and judgment, here is everything that this guy said to her. A lot of people are siding with her, saying that he's, uh, you know, using therapy terms to manipulate her. Uh, other people are saying, no, he's in therapy and he's realizing what he wants, and he's trying to have a conversation with her. But it it does seem very clear to me that she has deleted responses because the things he say are clear responses to something that she had said. Sure. Okay. So it starts with, and this is all Jonah Hill, saying, I'm just over explaining myself. It's just constant and doesn't reflect where we're at or where you say you want to be. 
I respect your skill in your surfing. I respect how you want to present yourself. Uh, I respect that you're hot and beautiful. I respect th- however you want to live, but I also respect myself, and I'm interested in my own life and what I let into my heart and my inner circle. So celebrate yourself and live however you want to live and shine bright, but I don't want to have to deal. Uh, I need you to take some accountability. Okay, so like, those were all, by the way, one-line responses, which I hate personally. Like, if you're going to do a thought, like, type the fucking thought out. A little paragraph. Huh? Um, I hate the bloop, 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 seven messages to say one thing. Unless it's a joke, because then it's timing. Um, so, he then is clearly responding to something else here, but I don't know what it is. Take some accountability and operate with respect. It's that simple, because I'm tired of your attitudes towards surf culture, that contest, and that place, because I deserve respect, period. I have been more than patient with you, and shit like this is still there. Fuck that contest, fuck that place, and fuck not respecting me always in every situation with surf culture. Or you don't get it, and you don't get me. It's hurtful and unacceptable to me. Something happens here. Get it. I don't care if you get it, or care. Or give a shit about more than anything other that even after Dr. Stern has made it loud and clear, that she had written that Dr. Stern is a couple therapists that they were seeing for once a week for four months. So he is like, hey, the therapist like talked to you about this and you're still doing it. And like, I'm done. Now I don't know what she has said in return to that. Like, granted, when I read all that stuff out, it sounds a little crazy, right? Yeah. But there's yeah. probably responses from her that escalated the whole thing, right? Maybe. One and would again, assume. I don't want to victim blame. Well, no, no, we're not victim blaming. I'm just saying, like, in a normal conversation thread, there's stuff now that it, if it's just him responding. He he looks and sounds pretty like yeah off if, the rails if, on it. If it if were there's just yeah, a if conversation just happening on it, then maybe the context of the text message would sound differently. Okay, and then so she posts some more stuff because that was him breaking up with her. That first thing I just okay. Oh, that was the breakup. Yes. Okay. Oh. So he said, and then she said like another thing. The next day, where she responded, like to people asking her questions, and she said, she said at the beginning, like not in the texts. Mm-hmm. So that first thing was over Facebook Messenger. This is over texts because I can see like the blue blips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, "This is a warning to all your girls. If your partner is talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Love y'all. Call me if you need an ear." So she put that on these images, you know. So she says. And this is the only thing that she puts on here that she has said. Everything else is just Jonah Hill, supposedly. Okay. Yeah, okay. All the posts I removed from my page. That is what she said. He now says, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them, and you've made that clear. And I hope it makes you happy. And he posted a picture of her surfing, but I don't get it. I mean, I don't understand what that one was. Was there a comment at the bottom? Oh, maybe. Let me see if I can zoom in enough. Like where someone commented on maybe like her picture and he was like being like jealousy boyfriend. Maybe. I can't read that. Okay. I just know he posted a picture of her on a surfboard. Okay. Okay. Then here is another one. 
where she says, see the misuse of the terms boundaries. So the first one, like, this is a warning to all you girls. Mm-hmm. So I want to read that again. So this is the part where we should talk about stuff. Okay. She says, to him, all the posts I removed from my page. He says, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. She thumbs up the good start. Then he said, I've made my boundaries clear. She thumbed up that. There is a deleted message from her in between the, it's not my place to teach you, and I've made my boundaries clear. Like there, It is clear where you can see the break mm-hmm. where she had sent and deleted something. He says, I made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them, and you've made that clear. I hope it makes you happy. Okay. So, is that like out of line? I've, I've, is this. <clears throat> I'm assuming this conversation took place after the breakup. No, this is, this is before stuff. This is before the so breakup. So, she posted the breakup stuff. And then the next day posted this stuff about why it was a bad relationship because a bunch of people were like, that doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but like this could sound like it's like, hey, I erased all the stuff that pissed you off. Here's, you know, after that conversation, because that's how people are going to read it. That's true. You know what I mean? So that kind of sounds more damning a little bit, but like. If it was beforehand, you know, maybe it's just like, I'm just, I'm tired of fighting about this stuff. You don't seem to get it. See, like situation. Okay. That's what I take from that too, but uh, I'm also a dude. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, Abby. like, I don't think, yeah, I think your opinion matters more here. Well, first of all, if she's going to put him on blast like that, she needs to be completely transparent with what she's saying too. I mean, I feel like that's, that completely, like, for me, defeats even saying it. But the things that he said are any of those like out of line or make you if somebody if if your husband said that to you, would you be, quote, making an exit plan? No, because that doesn't sound like that to me either. No, none of the, none of that to me is even remotely. Uh, uh, no. OK, here's another thing that he sent to her. This is over a uh, text message again. She is. She sent on this one, see the misuse of the term, quote, boundaries. Now, this is one long message that he sent. Like, this is just one message that he sent. Okay. Like, there's no breakups like the last one where you can see she deleted stuff. Okay. He says, plain and simple, colon, if you need colon, which is grammatically incorrect. Plain and simple, comma, if you need colon. Oh. But I'm not going to hold that against him because he's clearly, like, trying to come from the heart here, right? If you need, quote, or colon, surfing with men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places from your wild recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings, but these are my boundaries in a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you, based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Okay. On the surface, that does seem, like, shitty. On the other hand, if he's like, hey, I told you when we got together... Like, I don't like these things. Because he is a very private guy, and he has come out and been like, I don't want 
you know, like people have talked about my weight forever. People have like done this and like, I'm getting healthy and they're talking shit about me getting healthy. Like he has been very upfront about the fact that he doesn't like social media. Yeah. So like, I'm reading that as like, Hey, when we got together, I said like this shit and then you agreed, but now you don't want to do it. So like, that's fine. But if you don't want to do those things, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. Like, that's how I'm reading it, but also, like... That's how I read it, too. I'm a guy. Nope, that's how I read it, too. Do you, do you want my opinion on it? Oh, oh clearly. Yes. Well, no, no, I thought we were mostly focusing on Abby's on this No, one. I want Just everybody's like, opinion. Because, like, I'm clearly not, like, a healthy person, right? Like, I, I'm not good at relationships, I so... F- I feel like that was a, the best way to describe his feelings on these thoughts. I don't know. I thought it was communicated well. I do too. And I don't feel like he was like rude or mean about it at all. He was simply saying like, hey, what do you want? These things bother me, you know, but if you want to do them, that's fine. But this isn't going to work. He's not saying you're wrong for all these things. If you want to do it, cool. But that's not what I want. So I don't want to be in this anymore. And obviously, like, past relationships have caused him to have these boundaries and and specifically, like, just like... Which he says that. Hey, I don't like these things. But, and then she says, like, she also put fuck it in there, but I didn't say that. She says, fuck it, see the misuse of the term boundaries. Like, I don't see a misuse of Mm. the term boundaries. No, I don't either. He's like, this is what I have set up. Yeah, no. And And those are his boundaries. Right. Those are his boundaries. Not hers. Whether she wants yeah. that to be... And he says, like, this is a quote here. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Dropped it. This is a quote here at the end. If you're into, like, he says all these things. Like, if you need these things, the surfing with men, the sexy pictures, the friendships with women who are unstable, blah, blah, blah. I'm not the right partner for you. If you need these things, I'm not the right partner for you. If these things bring you happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are the boundaries. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. I feel like he's being super, like, mature and respectful, to be honest. Okay, so I'm not, like... Uh, there's so many people that are like, I can't believe he would say that shit to her. Like, Why? he's standing up for his own personal mental health. Right. Like, this screams codependent on her part, to me. Yeah, no. I, I, he could have been so, like, he could have said that exact same thing in such a worse way. And I feel like the, the way he said it was, like, respectful. I don't feel like he was, like, rude or anything. Like, he's just saying... This is what I need. And and he could have been a lot worse okay. communicating that, I feel like. Yeah. Then the last thing that she posted on her Instagram is super deceiving because she's not talking to Jonah Hill here. <laughs> like, it is a different picture. Like, see? That's the Jonah Hill picture, right? Here's the response picture. Not the same picture. So she's not talking to Jonah Hill here. She's talking to someone else. So she puts on her Instagram, quote, she being the couples therapist. And then she writes in this 
message. She had me agree to paddle away from any man that approached me in the water, no matter his age. I was instructed to say, I'm going to go talk to my boyfriend and then paddle away. Somebody else who is not identified and is not Jonah Hill says, that makes me want to go stab someone. Wow, who is this therapist, LOL? What? Is she like enabling his possessiveness, isolation, and jealousy? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Sorry. Wow. There were two O's in the last one. Uh. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you. Now I understand. I wanted to make sure that it was completely like... So, what I'm getting at is, is she's embellishing what the therapist may have said. I don't know. Like That she's saying... I mean... And also... Because like, that's what it sounds like. Because I don't feel like therapist, a therapist is going to say that. Like my that. therapist would never say that. Okay. But also, like, this is also the therapist had you do this, not Jonah Hill. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, She's projecting. Is that what this is? Like, because mm-hmm. the, oh, these your... are all her. That's all the Instagram I have from her. Okay. I so, think she's just fucked up. Over so, what it. are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think she's just trying to get a rise out of people in her favor. Okay. Uh, I mean, I none of it makes sense as to what she's trying to. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Okay. So I I don't know. Uh, I'm 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 not someone that should comment on. She's out of the limelight, so she wants she wants back in the limelight, whether it's good or bad. I I mean, I think that, but then I also don't want to like victim blame somebody because, like, maybe she does genuinely feel this way. But like, I from what she has shown the public, especially because like in that first thread where he does seem like he's going off. It's very clear that she's deleted things that she has said. Well, then right there, she she's no longer credible in my eyes because she's not even, she's not being transparent. And so she also wrote, just wrote, if your par- partner is willing to talk to you about this, make an exit plan. I too struggle with mental health, but I do not use it to control people like he did me. And then the year of healing and growth, blah, blah, blah. Uh... Uh, it's got me back to living with my life without guilt, shame, and self-judgment for things as small as surfing in a swimsuit rather than a more conservative wetsuit. I'm sure there's still much more healing in this abuse ahead of me, and I hope, or I'm, I hope, I don't understand this part. He, she hopes he has a good daughter, which is like a weird fucking thing to say, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe she'll turn him into a real feminist because the fact that he calls himself a feminist right now is laughable. And that's the last of the Sarah Brady stuff. But like... Uh. I'm probably gonna get us in trouble for the thing I'm about to say right now. So I apologize, and if you think it's too far, you are more than welcome to edit this part out. Go for it. I consider myself a feminist. I am very much for female agency and empowerment. Like, I always want everyone to have an equal voice in everything. Mm -hmm. But feminism does not mean matriarchy. Mm -hmm. Just like 
like matriarchy is bad just like patriarchy is bad like everyone should be equal and everything i read in those conversations made it seem like jonah hill was establishing what he was comfortable with in a relationship and if he if she was not comfortable with that 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 was fine and he wasn't going to be upset or make her change but he wasn't going to change either yeah so I don't understand why just because he doesn't agree with her lifestyle, but like and separated himself from something he didn't like, that makes him not a feminist just because he found somebody else and had a baby with her. Like that is like what this seems like to me. And in fact, it feels like Sarah Brady is hurting feminism by acting like this. Yes, I agree with you. Was that like too far? No. No. Okay. I agree. Like everyone should have a voice and everyone should be in control of their own personal journey. And I mean their own personal journey, not a girlfriend, boyfriend, fiance, fiance, husband, wife, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like to an extent like children. Like you should obviously guide children and help them grow, but you shouldn't like ruthlessly oppress them with your viewpoints. Yeah. Because they are also people. And all people should have a say in what affects them. Yeah, I don't think I see anything wrong with that. Okay. Mm-mm. So, that's the Sarah Brady thing. After the Sarah Brady thing, Zoe 101 actor Alexa Nicholas went on to accuse Jonah Hill Justin Long and Seth MacFarlane of predatory behavior. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Seth MacFarlane at the very, very end because that one pisses me off. Okay. W- like, we'll have a, the same discussion about the Jonah Hill, Justin Long situation as we just did with the Jonah Hill, Sarah Brady. Is Justin Long Gingslinger? Yeah, Gingslinger, <laughs> yes. Footlongers? Yep. <laughs> okay, so a tweet posted two Sundays ago. Alexa Nichols wrote, after reading Sarah Brady's admirable post about Jonah Hill, I just gotta say, when I was 16, I got invited to a house party at Justin Justin Long's house, where he was living with some lame predator actor from CSI Miami. I'll look up the name later and find him. He was sleeping, aka assaulting a minor friend of mine that was also 16 or 17. She doesn't type well. I'm, I'm, these are direct quotes. Anyways, Jonah Hill came over, and at some point, we were all pretty wasted because, of course, predators were feeding us minors a bunch of alcohol. You guys went to the party. Nicholas claimed <laughs> Jonah Hill slammed me into the door and shoved his tongue down my throat, adding that she was so appalled that she pushed him off of me and ran in. I pushed him off of me and ran inside. I've been traumatized by men in Hollywood. It's truly sad that the traumatic events I have lodged in my body and mind. Things have to change. Fuck Family Guy 2. Which we'll get to that at the very, very end. And then she had another tweet that said, Hey, Justin Long, I find it interesting you being a barbarian as a predator. It must have been weird playing... some of your friends you knew your roommate was assaulting a minor under your own roof you let it happen eek i hope you regret it now this is the type of predatory behavior that was hyper normalized when i was a kid i'm proud to see any woman standing up to abusive men now badass 
Okay, so let's go back and break this down. When she was 16, she's 27 now. Okay. So this would have been 2012. Okay. Uh, I got invited to a house party at Justin Long's house when he was living with some lame predator actor from CSI Miami. Also looked it up. Hang on. I found his name. Oh, damn. I lost it. I looked it up at one point, but I honestly forgot to write it down. But, so, like, all of this also, like, Justin Long didn't do any of this stuff. All of this. Justin Long, like, she keeps naming Justin Long, but everything that happened had nothing to do with Justin Long. Yeah. Which is, like... Besides the fact that it was at his house. Well, but it's also the other guy's house. Like... It was both of their houses. Like, yeah. Justin Long didn't have a party, invite a bunch of teenage girls over, and then give them to his friends. His roommate had a party with underage girls, and Justin Long happened to live in that house. Like, super shitty way to phrase that. Like, very accusatory, very baity, not... Was he there? It doesn't say he was there. Yeah. It just says it was his house. <laughs> like... That's, I don't like that kind of phrasing. Because she's painting him as a bad guy. When it doesn't look like he was even there. Uh, so the friend was sleeping with a 16 or 17 year old girl. That is a predator. Yes. That is assaulting a minor. Yes. Both of those are true. How old were the, uh, were the other people? The men? Um, he was the actor was 23 at the time, Justin Long was 24, Jonah Hill was 24. Uh, the Jonah Hill thing, if it happened, is weird and bad and wrong, and he shouldn't have done that. Yeah, uh, but Justin Long had nothing to do with any of it, and she's calling him out constantly. She won't even mention the other dude's name. In the tweets, she's mentioning Justin Long, Why? who had nothing to do with any of it. And then she calls him out on playing a predator in a movie barbarian 12 years later. So, like, I don't know. However, she was also on Zoe 101, which is a Dan Schneider show. And we have talked about Dan Schneider several times before. And that dude is most definitely a sexual predator and has done super weird stuff to pretty much every girl from 1999 to 2015 at Nickelodeon. Ariana Grande, uh, Jeanette McCurdy, uh... The other girl from my Miranda Cosgrove, Victoria Justice, this girl, Jamie Lynn Spears, like all of these people. Mm. Like he is a like Weinstein level crazy pedophile pervert. Like Dan Schneider is a piece of shit, which Alexa Nicholas has never said anything about. And she is one of the very few teenage girls to work on a Dan Schneider show to not say something. Amanda Bynes also has come out several times because she was part of that group as well. Like, yep. I find it super weird that she has not said anything about that. So, a spokesman for Long replied, This is the first time Justin has been made aware of this situation that allegedly happened nearly two decades ago. 
Uh, while Justin is sympathetic to any and all victims of abuse, the simple fact remains he has no knowledge of what may or may not happen concerning Miss Nicholas. So, uh, Mary Singer, Marty Singer is Jonah Hill's defense attorney. He also released something. He said that these accusations are a complete fabrication and it never happened. Uh, he also says that Nicholas is demonstrably unreliable source and a serial accuser who's made up a sordid accusation against multiple men in the entertainment industry, which is true. Like, I looked her up and she has accused no fewer than nine people of sexual harassment with zero proof to back it up. Mm. And the one person she hasn't is Dan Schneider, and I find that fucking weird. Because that dude, like, got caught with feet pics and underwear pics of nearly every female girl that... Female girl. Nearly every female that worked at Nickelodeon for two decades. Like, yeah, that dude is a monster. And she has said nothing about him. But she goes around accusing so many people. Uh... Then I want to just do one little thing about Seth MacFarlane, because I want to ask you two about this, because this one, like, genuinely made me angry. She wrote that one day soon, after more therapy, we can all start talking about Seth MacFarlane and his utter predatory disrespect for professional boundaries. She voiced a character in a 2011 episode of Family Guy saying that she was 18 and he was 19 years older than me. And oh yeah, mysteriously offered me a job. Never did voice work in my entire life. Creep. Okay. I don't want to defend Seth MacFarlane because I think he's a hack. However, Seth MacFarlane's whole thing about Family Guy is getting celebrities to do random voices. Literally every episode is like, oh yeah, in this episode... Uh, Brian Reynolds plays the fucking bus driver and has two lines or whatever. And she was in 2011 on a popular Nick show. Like, I don't think that that's predatory or creepy at all. Did she take it? She did. And she got paid for it? She did. And he, okay. she alleges that he did nothing other than the fact that she was 18 years old in 2011 and he was older than her and offered her a job. So what? I'm pretty sure everybody that offered her a job when she was 18 in 2000. 11 was older than her. Uh, anytime I've been hired, it was by someone older than me. And Just saying. you took it. It didn't stop you from making money from it. And I don't, okay, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to say, like, you did it so it wasn't rape. Like, I'm not, like, I don't want to go. It doesn't sound like it was a it does, right. not even what she's. That's not what she's saying. Right, I know. But, yeah. like, some people jump the gun. And they're like, well, you said that she took it, so it was okay. And that's not what we're saying at all. I'm, I'm not attacking you. I am trying to say, we aren't saying that just because she took it, nothing bad happened. We are saying, like, he offered you a job, you did the job, and then you left, and nothing else happened. That's not him being a creep. Right. Yeah, if there's more to the story, maybe give the story. Give anything. Give something. Like... Yeah. Like maybe Justin Long did know that his roommate had an underage girlfriend. We won't know that. And but, oh, I was wrong. It wasn't 2011. It was 2009. Okay. Or 2000. I said originally it was 2012. It was 2009. Okay. Um, that makes better sense. Uh. I but, ju- yeah. None I, of that makes any sense to me. The Alexis Nicholas stuff. And she is like I looked her up, and she has basically been blacklisted from Hollywood. Because she 
is terrible to work with. She was fired from Zoe 101 for getting in constant fights with all of her co-stars. Like, she is a diva. Mm. She is, like, a self-entitled narcissist. Like, I, maybe I shouldn't be accusing her of all this stuff, but, like, everything I've read about her paints her as the issue. Like, if, if you run into one asshole in a day, that sucks. If you run into a hundred assholes in a day, you're probably the asshole. Yeah. Like, if literally every job you has has you working for an asshole, maybe the problem isn't the people in the industry. Maybe the problem is you. Yeah. So, that's really all. Like, I hate that I have to defend Seth MacFarlane because I think he's a hack. He does LCD comedy, and that is not what I'm about. Yeah, his comedy's on TVs. He's... <laughs> Comedies on TVs. It's least common denominator. It's he's made a he's made a lifetime of money on dick and fart jokes and the fact that the <laughs> baby has a British accent. Um, there's no depth to his humor. Like, how many episodes have of him fighting a goddamn chicken? There's four jokes in that fucking show. Uh, it's making money though. I know, man. It makes me so mad. <laughs> uh, so that's a for allegations. I don't think. Jonah Hill has done a lot of wrong from what these people have said. He could be a behind-closed-doors monster, but the things that Sarah Brady and Alexis Nicholas have posted, I feel like there is zero evidence, actual evidence, of him doing anything wrong other than standing up for himself and making his boundaries clear. I agree. Okay. Maybe I've been manipulated, too. I don't know. F? F. Franchise. F is for franchise, and as you've been listening, we've been watching all the Harry Potter movies, and we had two left, but we watched them both at the same time and together. Yay. So we're going to wrap up the Harry Potter franchise. Are you ready for this? In Deathly Hollows Part 1 and 2, Basically, Harry's going to find all the Horcruxes and destroy them. So we go along for the ride to end up, and I'm doing this very quickly, back at Hogwarts to destroy the Horcruxes that have been left at Hogwarts for the final battle with he who must not be named. I think we can name him now. Voldemort. Yep. Or Tom Riddle. Depends on how you look at it. Thomas Marvolo Riddle. But you can't use Thomas because it doesn't work. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Harry kills Tom. Well, technically Tom kills Harry, then Harry kills Tom. Yep, that's the way it works. So, you ready to tell your side of it, Doug? I mean, Abby, and Abby would first? you like to get some words in before uh-uh. Doug destroys uh-uh. this? No, I, mean, I don't. How do you feel about these movies? I like the last two movies. Do you? I, I, I do, yeah. I feel like we enjoyed watching it. entertaining. I feel what? like we all enjoyed watching it together. Yeah. It makes it better together. Okay. You know, yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. That was my turn. Yeah, Ready? it's your turn. Yep. All right. Um, I agree with you guys. It was super fun watching it with you. Uh, I think that's where our agreement ends. Uh <laughs> I actually kind of liked these movies. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, even though there are several flaws. Uh, I... 
I liked that Neville finally got to do stuff. I liked that like it had an ending and it had a climax, but there were so many things that they just didn't talk about to the point where you're like, wait, how did that happen? When did this happen? What's going on here? Uh, they talk about the Deathly Hollows a very little bit, right? But they never talk about Harry getting all three. <laughs> they just are like, you're dead, and it's a train station, because, you know, Hogwarts or whatever. And Gandalf is there, and he's like, I'm getting off the white now. Uh, and he's like, do you want to go back, or you want to hang out with me, and we'll, like, play Parcheesi or some shit. And Harry's like, I probably ought to go back. <laughs> and he does. And he's like, ha I got you, bitch, because I'm totally Jesus all the way now. Um, and he beats the devil, Voldemort, whatever. And he like, kills a snake. Nell cuts off a snake's head. And there's like horcruxes and stuff. And that whole part with Ron just leaving. Like that was dumb. Like that made no sense. You didn't explain that the necklace was like making him up be like that. Mm. They were just like, take the necklace off and you'll change your mind. Like that's where I felt like it was implied. Sure, yeah. but like some things you have to say. You can't just imply everything. Like eventually, you have to actually say something. You can't just imply everything. Um, because then you get Sarah Brady stuff. Uh, oh boy, that's right. That's why I put this before after. Uh, <laughs> I just I felt like they could have done such a better job of explaining the hollows. And then also explaining what the Horcruxes do to people, because it does vindicate my original theory about the Dursleys. Because you guys were like, they're so mean to him, and they're such a jerk, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, not really. They're like hiding him and protecting him from like an evil wizard army that wants to fucking gurk him. Like, No, they weren't. Ron wore a necklace for a week. If that. And was like, I hate you, best friend. I'm running away. Ron also hung out with Harry for like six years and didn't get that way. But once and it was over some jealousy over some dumb shit that had nothing to do with him being a horcrux. Right. Ron hung out with him as a student for half the year for six years. School the Dursleys year, spent though. every school is like eight nine months. It is, but they go home for Christmas. They go home for I don't Easter. Think he ever they... went home on breaks? Harry didn't. Ron did. Okay. And Harry usually went with him. He did not until the fifth book. Uh, I. The Dursleys spent every day with him for eleven years. Locked in a house, he couldn't leave. They were in there for 11 years, and which shows us that Petunia and Dumbledore made a deal when he was a baby, right? And Petunia was on board at the time. She was like, I will protect my sister's child at the time. Granted, when we see him when he's 11, she's a bitch. But she lived with a Horcrux every day for 10 years. And look at Dudley. Dudley, literally, his entire life has been affected by the Horcrux. And is still like, Harry, 
I miss you. Like, I respect you. Thank you for saving my life. Like, I think you're a hero. Like, he overcomes that. Well, that was in the book. Well, sure. But <laughs> I was just saying that was in the book. So I, does it explain that in the book? Yes. Like, that that he, that's why they were awful? Because he lived with them? It doesn't flat out say that, but it does when they're talking about Horcruxes, and then Harry remembers, like, fondly the Dursleys after he, like, figures out that he's a Horcrux. So, like, that's a case of impl implication that makes sense, because they sp explain what is happening, and then they imply something else, instead of just implying everything and never saying anything, so that you never actually have to have an answer, because that means you're a shitty writer. Like, make a decision. Implying good sometimes. Sure. If there's structural basis for the impl implication, yes! Implications are good. If all you're doing is saying, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this, that's shitty writing. Okay. Because you're not saying anything. Okay. The Deathly Olives, I thought, were even worse than the Horcruxes in the movie, because you're literally... They never tell you about the fucking wand. They're just like, oh yeah, Voldemort was wrong. But then they're like, that's how Harry comes back. In the movie, Gandalf's just like, you good dude, go on. So Gandalf is God? Gandalf controls death? Then right. what's the fucking deal with the Hollows? You don't need the hollows if Gandalf can just bring people back to life. They didn't do a good job of explaining the hollows. Did not do a good job. No. Because, like, he dropped the resurrection stone. Yep. Before. Yeah. Yep. If he'd have had it on him. That would make more sense. That would make more sense. If he'd have turned it three times. Yep. As he was getting ready to die. Yep. Whatever. Yep. I don't necessarily think that's not bad writing. That's just bad filmmaking. Well, writing of the movie. Which I'm assuming that she didn't do the writing of the movie. No, I don't think she did. Uh, it's somebody that's on strike right now. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know if they're still in the industry. This was like 12 years ago. That's true. Uh, other than those things, I thought it was very well. Like, the ending was done. The like the the death scene with the Dobby was done well. Like, oh. it was heartfelt, right? Um, oh. The scene where the dragon was cool. Right? Like, the whole Grimgots thing, that whole section of the movie was pretty well done, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the fact that Bill gets, like, nothing in these movies, but that's also just personal. Not enough Bill. Not nearly enough Bill. Bill's my favorite We just character. want a Bill movie. I would. I would love a Bill movie. And also the, like, the Harry as a Godfather thing. Was that in the movie at all? Nope. Okay. It was in the book, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, you don't even know they have a kid in the movie right. until the very They're fucking end. They're just dead and holding hands, which they didn't die like that because they moved them. So some creepy dude or girl, some creepy wizard made them hold hands. <laughs> like, that's fucking weird, right? Who? Tonks and Lupin, when it shows all the bodies lined up, are holding hands. Oh, 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 oh. They yeah. moved those bodies. Yeah. So somebody took their dead hands and put them together, Aww. which is creepy. I think it's nice. Tonks, though. Yeah, not Tonks did not get nearly not enough, enough love in these movies. Not enough. Ginny uh, also like really gets shortchanged in these movie series. Yeah. Uh, most 
every Weasley, really, even Ron. Like, the amount of shit that Ron does in the books versus the amount of shit that Rupert Grint gets to do as Ron. Not enough. Yeah. But, like, I liked the movies. I am glad that I watched them. I will probably never, ever watch them again. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't feel like I need to see them again. Like, will I watch the HBO show when it comes out? I probably will now. I probably will now. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, maybe I'll watch the Fantastical Beasts, right? You said there were like two of those? Yeah. There's only... three. There's three of oh, them? Oh, I've only seen one. I'll watch those because I hear Jude Law's in that and I fucking love that dude. Um, yeah, uh, I also don't like the Gandalf sister thing totally got cut out of the movie. Except in the painting, which so it didn't make any yeah. sense at all. Like they never once mentioned his sister until that painting. We just get his brother. Right. But like why even make it his sister then? Like why say that? Like why put that line in the movie when you have done nothing to talk about that? And that's a huge plot point in the book. Hmm. That's like massively huge because it's like, wait, Dumbledore was a Nazi? Dumbledore was a gay Nazi. <laughs> like, that maybe killed his sister. But, like, none of that is in the movie at all. And we're just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's another one. How is he a Nazi? <laughs> what? I missed that part. He, him and Grindelwald wanted to, like, make the wizards go to power because the humans were enslaving them and they needed to rise up. And, like, that's, like, how Nazism started. <laughs> They blamed the Jews for their problems. Right. And that if they could just make themselves over the Jews, that they would be done because they're the master race. I guess that is what I... Grindelwald and Gandalf say to each other, except replace Jews with humans and Nazis with wizards. Like, like dark marks and swastikas. Yep. Like dark marks and pot stickers. Uh, also, yeah, that's the other thing that bothers me too because we talked about that. Like in the movie, the Death Eaters are bad guy Nazi people. In the books, the Ministry is Nazis, and Voldemort and his dudes are just crazy psycho killer dudes. <laughs> Which is, not a lot of people know that song was actually written about Voldemort. Now we know. What? Psycho, Psycho killer. killer. Kiss, kiss, say. Better. Run, 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 run away. No? No. Talking heads. I don't know that. Yeah, it was written in 1984. Then it wasn't written about him. <laughs> right, it was sarcasm. Yep. I can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. I thank you guys for making me watch these. Okay, <gasps> okay. You're Let's welcome. talk about the Snape stuff because that was probably the best part of sure. the whole movie. Yeah, let's in talk my about opinion, it. Yeah, it was heartfelt that. as fuck. Like he gets Snape's memories and he gets to see 
all of what we didn't see, but we kind of like got inferred about, like you know, a little bit. Except, did we ever get inferred? Not really. Uh, just a taste. Like they, they kind of allude like, to it. All we but get they don't... from like for like seven of the movies is like, well, Gandalf says that Hans Gruber is a good guy, but everything Hans Gruber does makes him a pure asshole. Like even there are moments in the stories where it's just Hans and Daniel Radcliffe, and they're like. There's nobody else around. He still treats him like dog shit. Yeah. Um, and then he cries, and Harry keeps his tear, mm. which is like, like such a Conan move, man. Aww, like I'm gonna keep the tears of my enemies. Oh, I think it's cute. <laughs> like, well, he knew they were memories because of the color. Right. Yeah. In the pensive. Pensive. Yeah, it should be offensive, but that's not the word they used in the movie. Uh, he was dying. In the of... <laughs> he was uh, like, in the pensive. Yeah, and then he pooped. Uh, Ew. That's what happens when you die. Yeah, that's what happens when you die. I know. Good thing them robes were already black, huh? Yeah. You guys are bothering me today. <laughs> but it, no, I did really like that scene. That scene was good. And the explains the dough thing, the sword, and that like he was on their side the whole time and he's been protecting him forever. And like he genuinely feels bad and he always loved Lily, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this. When he cast that Patronus in front of Dumbledore, okay, and the fawn jumps out. Does he is he sending that to future Harry? No, he was just showing. Like because, I'm just like, saying, the like the Patronus is like what's in your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know how much he loved. You know he loved her always. That's why mm-hmm. always also, why mm-hmm. Hermione's has has a weasel as her Patronus because I she was in love with Ron. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first hit. Like in book five, what's Jenny's? It doesn't show Ginny's. Ginny's an Animagus, though, and that doesn't get to be fucking put in the movie at all. I thought it was a bird. Is it a bird? I thought it was. Like I thought owl. hers was a bird. It might be an owl. You might be right. Yeah. I don't remember them ever like talking about it in the book, but maybe in the Dumbledore's army thing, it did show it. Yeah. And Hagrid's Hagrid's. I can't say his name. I, I didn't even want to talk about that. I didn't even want to talk about his, that. That made me death so mad. Was just not anything. It was that it's is climactic. One thing. In its entire movie series, that I think did better than the book, because at least in the movie she swoops in and takes a shot for Harry. Aww. In the book, she's just collateral damage, hmm. and and that's how the book opens, and that pissed me off because. I loved that stupid owl. I don't like it when bad things happen to animals in stories, and I especially don't like it when you do it to just re- like raise the stakes and the tension. Because like, oh, it doesn't really matter because it's just an animal. Fuck you, man. That character had more heart than McGonagall ever fucking did. Like, <laughs> I want to talk about something. Talk about everything you want to talk about. All right, here it is. Are you ready? When they all took the poly juice potion and turned into Harry. Yeah. So, let's just say this: Hermione and uh, Fleur. Yep. Flu. Fleur. Whatever. Fleur. They all know what Harry's packing. In the book, Fleur comments on it. What'd she say? She was like, "Oh, it's smaller than I thought." Like, oh, damn. Yeah. Got him. Like that is in a children's book. 
That's rude. And Ron also checks out Harry. Oh my the god. Book. They all know exactly what Harry's packing. Yeah. Poor Harry. I mean, they're not looking at it, but I mean, like, you know. He specifically tells Hermione in the book adjust. not to look like Ron does. Uh-huh. And the floor says it's smaller than I thought. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That's mean. Oof. Uh, Creature didn't get enough love. Like, I loved Creature. Creature did not get enough love. I loved Creature's redemption arc in the book. Like, and the fact that it was, like, more of, like, a hairy redemption than a creature redemption, but, like, Harry learning that they are people, too, you know, like, that they have feelings, like, leads to creature's turn, and, like, he stands up to the strangers, too, but that's not there, it's just Dobby. Um, the, which the Dobby thing, thing is sad. In this book is that you don't get the big... In the book, you get that scene between... Dumbledore, or not Dumbledore, Gandalf, uh, Voldemort and uh, Harry. Yeah, at the fight. Yeah, where Harry's basically like, "Bitch, look," and like explains how he's wrong, and like yep. there's a whole thing there, and they replaced it with the, uh, "Let's do this together, Tom." How we started, like, or how we yeah. started together, and then they like fall off a building together. Yep, when they could have had that big fight scene in front of everybody. Yep. It would have been way better. Yep. Because the book, it was really good. The This book was the best of the books. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm at on it, man. Uh, next week, we'll talk about, like, after Potter shit, right? Yeah, because I fucked up. No, we don't. no we'll, we'll, edit we'll talk out. about it. No, edit that we'll out. We'll talk about it. No, no, no I'm, I'm leaving it in. I no. want people to know that people make mistakes. No, dude. Sometimes I'm not perfect, Doug. But, listen. Don't have to mention that. I'm sorry. We'll just tease no, that Doug, next week publicly. I want to. I want to. No, I, I tell you. I'm sorry. I love you, man. And I, I don't love want... you, man. I just yeah. What you know? I feel like I should leave. Maybe leave I mean, you guys need to, to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, look. Just we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Next week we're going to talk about what happens to everybody after Harry Potter. We know from the end of the movie that he has two kids or three kids, right? He's got three. Three. Ron and. Hermione get together. Oh, so Harry and Ginny get together. Called it. Uh, Ron and Hermione get together. Called it. They've got two, right? Ron has two. Ron and and Hermione have two. Right. And Harry and uh, Ginny Ginny have have three. three. That we see, I guess. Mm -hmm. They're Weasleys. Yeah. There may be more. Uh, And then... Draco. Draco's got a kid with somebody. I didn't recognize who it was supposed to be. We'll find that out next week, I guess. Yeah. Uh, With at least a kid. And we know that the kid's name is Albus Severus mm-hmm. Potter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's got an older brother, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't know James that brother's name. James Sirius. Okay. James Sirius? Or Sirius James? James is Sirius. James Sirius. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, so like we know that Harry's a godfather to Lupin's kid, Teddy Lupin, from the books. We don't know that from the movie. So I guess we don't know if Teddy exists in the movies. And Teddy would obviously be much older than Harry's kids. Would they be? Would he be much older? I mean, when did Harry and Jenny start? You know, well, it doesn't say how much longer it's been, did it? Fifteen Wait. years. Does it say fifteen years? It says fifteen years. He, whose kids? So Lupin and yeah. Tonks have a baby. They have a book. Uh, do they live in the book? Teddy lives, and Harry becomes the godfather to Teddy, and they mention it. But they d- the they die in the book. Yes, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lupin, okay. Remus, Wolf Wolf, and Tonks 
<laughs> wolf, wolf. Wolf, wolf, and Tonks die. But Wolf, Wolf, Jr., Teddy, Bear, Wolf, Tonks, uh, lives. And Harry becomes the serious black. Like, okay. With a little less Azkaban. Okay. Um, in the book. So then 15 years later. So we know that Albus Severus is 11, because this is his first year, right? And then, so at least 12 for the other one, right? Because he's older. Mm-hmm. So then he would be at most three years older than James? Yeah. So he'd be like, what, like a fifth or sixth year? Fifth year? At at most, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, and that's, that's even if he's like, got magical powers. Well, oh, I guess we don't know if he's a werewolf or not. We don't. But, I mean, would that make all of Bill's kids wolves? Well, no, because Bill's not a wolf. He Bill didn't get is, the... Inf- yes, he does. No, he's he just has a thing for raw meat. He didn't get the virus. It says that. It says it in the book? Yeah. They don't really, like, they infer that, like... He just, he just has a thing for raw meat. He has no werewolf in him. Okay. In the books. I don't know if they've got kids either, though. But, okay, that's true. And we also don't know what werewolf, like, magical creature wizard relations are like 15 years later. Because that's a big thing in the book as well. Is like, goblins wanting to be treated better, house elves wanting to be treated better. Like, mm-hmm. all these magical creatures that the wizards have looked down on. Like, that was how Voldemort was able to rise. Get so really, I mean, mm-hmm. wizard kind is kind of master racing. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gandalf yeah. isn't wrong in the wizard opinion. He comes back as Gandalf the White. He literally comes back in white robes. Dumbledore is Gandalf. Thank you. And Harry Potter is Jesus. <laughs> or okay. Dom Toretto. Oh, God. I will tell you this, guys. Fast and Furious is so much better than these movies. Okay. So. All right. Uh, I give these... I'm going to give them... Honestly, you know what? Okay. I'm going to do this. Deathly Hollows Part 1, I'm going to give it B. Deathly Hollows Part 2, I'm going to give it A-. minus. <gasps> I thought it ended well. Are both better than the third Fast and the Furious movie? <sighs> I'm going to say this because I said it to somebody else at work yesterday. The best Harry Potter movie is still worse than the worst Fast and Furious movie. Uh, Edit. <laughs> that's fine. As a whole, I will give the Harry Potter series a C. I think it is an average series for the movies. Okay. I'll take that. I have an announcement. Hit it, baby. We're not done with Harry Potter. Uh-oh. Yes, we are. Nuh-uh. We got the Fantastic Beast no. movies that you said you'd watch. You said you I only said. had to watch. <laughs> You just said, I'd watch the Fantastic Beast movies. Did he not say yeah, that? He, he said that. Yeah, like he at did. some point so at a, in As the a continuation to keep this train rolling. <laughs> we might as well do it now. Well, well everything's still for fresh. you. love Jude Law. I do love Jude Law. And, and you Johnny said you Depp. love Jude Law. And Johnny Depp's in these. Yay. Can I ask four questions before it's I agree to three this? more movies? Go ahead. First question: When did these movies take place? Before. Before. They're prequels. Okay, but like how long before? Uh, quite a bit. Well, I mean, uh, there was no Tom Riddle because uh, Grindelwald 
Grindelwald's. So he's the. It's the Grindelwald story. Yes, Grindelwald. Yes. Uh, it's so about like 50 an, a wizard named Newt Scarmander who's collecting beast. Why? And his run-ins with Grundle and Dumbledore. Candle. And the defeat of Grindelwald. So we will learn more about that whole thing that you were just talking about. Why are you upset about his name? Because that's the thing that pisses me off the most in these movies and the books. It's like the names are so, like, first thoughts. Like, what's the guy that does the beast? Newt Salamander. That's not what Scarmander. he said. Okay, so real animal Pokemon. Uh, fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, it's three more movies, Doug. And then we're done with it completely. All right, but Until I get to pick the, the next TV franchise. Series. You get to pick the next franchise as long as it's not Fast and the Furious or Pee Wee. I just don't want to repeat anything. All right, we won't repeat anything, but it will involve cars. I mean, you talked about it before. Oh, it's, it's happening. Fine. I'm okay with it. I am too. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. So it looks like the Harry Potter journey is continuing. With goddamn motherfucking fantastic son of a bitch beast. <laughs> I've only seen one of those, so. All right. Well, one. we're going to watch them together. Because I find that I enjoy them more when I'm not alone and being like, this is dumb. Okay, okay, okay. But I will say this. Are you ready? Yeah. We got to make this clear. No reading the books. Are there books for these? Probably. I don't know. I don't think there are. Uh, I think there are, but let's just do the movies. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So that was F. What? Wait, no, it's not F. What do you guys give the movies and franchise as a whole? B plus. As a whole. As a whole. B plus. Like what about one and two? Like the Deathly Hollow movies themselves. Oh oh oh. Uh. A minus. For both. Yeah, for both. I don't like part one as much as I like part two. I get that. I but felt the same way. I don't like grading things. I never have. Okay. <laughs> I never Give graded it a Nathan them. rating. Huh? Give the whole franchise a Nathan rating. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> that's that's a 10 for him, though. Oh, no. I mean, it's no Indiana Jones. Is that our it's next no franchise? It's no Rocky. I've never Is that seen our next either franchise? of those. I do love Rocky. Uh, that's so old. I, I like it better than I like the Rambo franchise. Ugh. Oh man, I don't know, dude. First Blood. I don't like Rambo. Like the first Rambo. I think you like the first Rambo, right? I don't like the first Rambo. You don't like the first Rambo. No. The first Rambo was like the first Fast and Furious movie. Rambo and Fast and Furious are very parallel in the way their franchises work. But I like I like the Harry Potter movies. I think they're fine. Like for kids and stuff. Like it's a world that I would live in. I would not. I would want to be a wizard. Same. It's so boring and British. Oh, boring? I would be British in a heartbeat. Yeah. I want to be a wizard in British. I'm just saying. Literally, all of the magic is just bippity boppity boo. Say a word in Latin and you can do it. Asio, come here. <laughs> just, Scorpio's got a way better version of doing that. Uh, so, T. Uh, I'm 
I was supposed to be here today. We'll, we'll do it next week. That'll be a very special surprise for Abby for the tasty treats next week. <laughs> uh, tea what this is week it? is for tasty treats. Uh, Nathan? Yeah. You and I have a love of potato chips. I do. Abby? I love chips. Abby, we do. Utz is a brand of chip based out of Pennsylvania. It's not yep. my favorite brand for sure. But they come out with some weird ass flavors. What's your favorite brand of potato chip? Yeah. Lay's, obviously. Really? Frito Lay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh yeah, they're they're the best. Do you not agree? I don't. Oh, what do you think is the best? Of all time of any chip ever? Yeah. Old school. Mike sells kettle cook. Mike sells barbecue like, chips. Wait, like wait, like cooked yes. in like kettle peanut oil. Barbecue. <laughs> so yeah. those were so good. Yeah, that's my all-time favorite. Currently, I'm a big Miss Vicky's fan. Oh. Yeah. You love kettle I'll cook. I'll say I like Miss Vicky's. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, all right. There. But I don't like a lay. Oh, did you know that the dirty brand is an Uts brand? The dirty brand? There is a brand like dirty potatoes or something or dirty chips or whatever. Because potatoes are dirty. Obviously, they're grown in dirt. Yeah, that's and true. And that's actually a brand, too, where they have a kettle cooked chip. Oh. Dirty potatoes? Something like that. Mm. I, I got to look it up. Well, this week, while he's looking that up, we're going to review five Uts chips. Little weird flavors that you're not going to find every day, which I feel like is what sets Uts apart from like a lay. Like a like, they would give us cool Dorito flavors for like a month, but nothing gets too creepy. Dirty sea salt chips, dirties. Oh, they're cooked in peanut oil. Ooh, I bet I would like those. Mm. Uh, they sell them in Lebanon at Titus Donuts. Oh, where you can get a sandwich. Lebanon. I do like Titus, but all I right, let's rate these. All right. The first one is a kettle cooked sweet potato chip. I'm not a fan of sweet potatoes. I, I like am. Potatoes. I've never had a sweet potato chip. You haven't? No. Oh. All right. I've had sweet potato fries. Got good crunch. Is there anything on them? Blandness. It's like they dipped them in bland. Mm, I like them. There's, they don't taste like anything. They taste like moisture evaporation. These are gross. I agree with you. I do not like these at all. They have well, a weird texture. They have no salt on them. Why would you not put at least brown sugar or something on them? Right? You guys, I like them. Well, they're yours then, hon. Yeah. All right. Here's another, another Kettle Cook classic. I'm right. afraid of these. Why are they so dark? These are a dark russet potato, which is itself like a dark brown black potato on Ugh. the inside. Yeah. It tastes like a chip. That's just a solid kettle cooked chip there, bud. Yeah. I don't like it. They taste like a a burnt potato. I don't think so. I do. I'm not getting the burnt. The right amount of salt. Good uh -uh. crunch. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They have a bad aftertaste, too, y'all. It's from the natural caramelization of the sugars present in our precision-controlled slices. slices. I don't like it. I don't mind that one. These are all right. Ugh. Okay. Next up in our Kettle Classics brand is Maui Barbecue. Yeah. A fusion of sweet and sour. Mmm. 
you'll remember a couple weeks ago we did the wrap snacks chips with yeah. the lemon and hot sauce. You missed out on those. I look did. Look at these big ass chips. Dude, look at how much. That's so many chip. I want a big one. <laughs> look at that big daddy. I'm not getting a lot of barbecue flavor. Does Maui mean like more onion? It does. I do get an onion like a flavor. sweet onion? Yeah. Which a Maui onion is a sweet onion. Okay. I feel, I okay. Feel like it's like, These aren't bad. I feel like it's like barbecue and salt and vinegar mixed. It says a fusion of sweet and sour on the I know, but so, I, Yeah, like I'm getting like a vinegary. I feel like mm. they were an onion chip that was made after a barbecue chip was made. I don't hate them. They're not terrible. Got barbecue. I will residue. say I like the dark russets more than the Maui barbecue. Not me. Okay. Okay. I could eat these. Oh, I'm not against them. Yeah. They're a middling chip. Like, if I had, like, a nice sandwich. Yeah. I put some on the sandwich. Oh, on the sandwich for the crunch. Fuck yeah. yes. Mm. Crunch, mild onion flavor. Yeah. It's a sandwich chip to me. I feel like these are a, a chip that uh, Shane would enjoy. Okay. All right. I like them. Next up, we've got some Us Ripple Chips, and these are a fried dill pickle. I love that fried pickles. Be good. I love, I love, right? uh, what? I it love a be? ridge chip. Like, this is my Me favorite too. chip. A ruff, I do too. The smell. Frito Lay Ruffles are my favorite. That's heavenly. Mm. That's mm, really mm, good. Mm, that mm, is a mm. fantastic chip. There's a flicks or slaps on that. How's that? How's that rating over there? That's good. That is a fantastic chip. Mm -hmm. Man, if I had like now that on a sandwich, like you can this the on the Cuban Fr yeah. French onion dip with these fried dill pickles. Mm. That's a solid fucking. That's chip. a Let's good all fucking point at chip. The bag like we oh, are. <laughs> That's a fucking chip. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got one left here. This is a regular Uts chip. I mean, it's not. It's not a. It's not a kettle cook. It's not a ridge. It's just a potato chip. It's a Mike's hot honey, mm. and that'll be the last of our tasty treats. We got a pile of chips there for. That's the Maui barbecue. You didn't like he it, wasn't did you? into it. They were okay, but right. I was more excited about the fried dill pickles. I'm not sure how I feel. It's you can. It really does taste like honey. And I'm not sure These how I feel about that. These are unfair to have gone after the dill pickle. I know. I don't. Here's yeah, that's my thought too. I like these chips, but the fact that I just ate the fried dill pickle chip makes these chips not as good. Hold on. Abby's still eating the fried pickle well, chips. She's stacking the dill pickle on with the Mike's hot honey. Oh, okay. I actually love. Remember when? Um, I think they still have it. The flaming hot. Dill pickle, yeah. Chip. Now those, have you had those before? I have not. Do you like hot? Yeah. Spicy. Those are good. You don't like hot, really. These are good. I don't okay. like flaming hot. Doing it together. No. I like these. You're right. Uh, the fact that they had to follow fried dill pickle. Eat them together. I'm not gonna do that. Why? All right, fine. Give me one. You need to go. You actually need to do two Give pickle to one. Two pickle to one. Hot honey, right. hang on. All right, do this for science. For science. This is a little sweeter dill. 
All right. I feel like I know what everybody's answers are going to be because Abby won't stop eating the fried dill pickle chips. <laughs> yeah. But let's put these in order, guys. Uh, worst, to, worst to first. Worst, worst <laughs> right. for me is the dark one, the sweet potato, then the barbecue, then the Mike's hot, and then the dill pickles, number one. Smooth? All right. Worst to first, uh, sweet potatoes, worst. Uh, Maui barbecue follow behind the sweet, and then the dark rust. It's because it's a, it's just a chip. It's just a regular like chip. No, it's um, not. and then I'm gonna go pickle, and then Mike's because I like the Mike's hot honey the best. Oh damn! Okay, uh, is this the first time all of us have had a different rating system? Yep. Because I'm gonna go sweet potato, dark russet, Maui barbecue, Mike's hot honey, dill. Yep. Uh. We, I think we can agree, everybody agrees, that Mike's Hot Honey and Dill are far and away better chips than the other three, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, the, the dark russets is, like, classic. Yeah, I don't mind the dark russet. It's not bad. I eat those. I like those. It's not good, you guys. Like, I I like a flavored chip. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, it's probably bougie, but it's 2023. Like, I feel like chips need flavor. Together. So... Do you guys have things that you want us to try? Because we kind of like eat something every week now. Because uh, that's gotta... the only way they keep me on the show. Because it's dinner time. Like, so if you guys have suggestions for things we should try, taste test, sample, call the score line 765-242-5978. If you don't want to call in and you want to send us pictures through emails, you can email us draftq at gmail.com with your suggestions. That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah, I would think that's better email pictures so that we get exactly what you're talking about. Like, I think I like that better. Can you text the squirrel line? No. Don't? No. You can't text the squirrel line. It's it's an old school landline phone hooked up to an answering machine that still uses a cassette tape. I was going to cut all that out, but I'll leave that part in if you want. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'll just make shit up. Okay, whatever. I'll just Um, make shit up when I talk. Uh, Yeah, so like we have stuff... Uh Uh-oh. To keep taste testing, but like we want, we want your opinions. We want to know what you want. Like, there's breakfast ramen that's just waiting, yeah, for dude. Barry to show so up for an episode. Guy. I brought a sandwich here, hoping to lure him. Uh, Did it work? He went nope. to dinner with my sister and her friend, <laughs> and left me. Well, to you had fend to work for myself. You had to work. Rude. All right, so. That brings us to why. And as you know, if you don't by now, you should. Why is always for you. And this week, what do we have? We got uh, one Michael Grover calling in with the response to something we talked about last week. Beautiful. Hey, guys. Mikey G. Smooth. Squirrel. Sassiness. So, (laughs) I listened to the um, program last week, and Doug was talking about the urinal and bathroom etiquette and uh, said that urinals always come in uh, forms of three or five odd numbers. I get, I'm, so I'm here at work the other night and I really had to pee and I kind of jog over to the bathroom and it's the first time, I guess, in the last few years since I've worked here that we actually have four, which is an even number. and um, 
it locked me up. I, I, I didn't know what to do. I instantly freak out. I can't use the ones in the middle. I can't use the ones on the end. <clears throat> Granted, no one else is in there, but it would have been even worse if, if they were. So uh, I did the only thing that I knew how to do, and that was just piss on the floor. I guess um, my question being, if you walk in and there is an even amount of urinals, is it okay to just piss on the floor? Um, I, I guess whether people are in there or not in there, uh, if I would have waited, I'd have pissed myself. And I, and I don't think that that's acceptable. I, I mean, I know that that's not acceptable. So uh, the only the other thing that a man can do would, it would be just to piss on the floor. So, uh, yeah, just let me know. Is it is it okay to piss on the floor when there's an even number of urinals? Um, and if there's an even number of urinals, where does that bathroom etiquette lie? Also, to um, answer Smooth's question, no jerky in the car. Uh, I drive a stick, and that is to prevent myself from making jerky in the car. Um, I, you know, if I have my hand on the stick, I can't have it on my stick. So, yeah. Anyways, thanks, guys. Okay. Uh, thoughts, guys? Mikey G, thank you for clearing that up that you drive a stick shift and not your own stick shift. Appreciate it. <laughs> Abigail? What? Thoughts? Of him peeing on the floor? Sure. Um, nope. Because I don't understand the urinal situation. Okay, okay so a urinal is like a toilet that's up high. I know what it is. For standing and peeing. I don't understand the big deal about going next to someone. Splash uh, meat gazing. Sorry. Would you? What? Gaze. Yeah. yeah. I would. Obviously. That's what those guards are up for. And yeah, like we said last week, if there are guards up, it's different. Yeah. But if, if there's there are... not guards up, is it okay to gaze? It's Is never okay to gaze. It's never. It's never. See, Abby, never. It's never okay to gaze, but the rules for spacing urinals is different if there are guards up. If there are guards up, you guys can just go wherever you want, because it's like a private stall. Um, but if there's no guards up, that's where the spacing comes in. And if there are... Okay, we'll handle this. If there are two urinals, this the only time that this worked for even is if there are two urinals... Stand in between the urinals Choose left or right I usually choose away from the door Stand in the middle so no one else can come up to you And then use one of the urinals If there are An even number of urinals Above the number two Four or more You just stand at the edge of the urinal So where you are Perpendicular to the urinals And you do it like the bozo game Where you just see how far you can go Unless there's a wall. If there's one of those, like, you know, walls in between the urinals, you, you're just pissing on that divider and it's splashing back on you. Well, yeah. I'm saying if there's not dividers. Yeah. Oh, okay. If, the, if there's dividers, you can treat each urinal like it's its own private stall. All of these rules are for when there are no dividers. You just got open air turlets. These chips are popular. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get what the big deal is. 
to me, it's less about um, meat gazing than it is about splashback. That's true. Like splashback is a problem. It's one thing to get your own piss splashback on you. It's gross, but you deal with it because it's your pee. It is a completely other thing to get residual pee from somebody else's splashback on you. That is fucking gross. Well, that's gross, but I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, look. Sitting, like, in a chair, like, at a movie theater, or, like, in a meeting... Like, I like to have uh, that one chair buffer. I like space. Okay. And it's the same with at the urinal. I don't want someone standing right next to me. I'm the opposite. I don't want any space. Would you prefer that the stalls didn't have walls? Mm, It wouldn't bother me. I like privacy. Don't you guys, like, shower, like... No. And it's not a big deal. I don't when you shower guys, like, with other people. It's not a big deal when I shower. That's right. I shower like, by myself. Gym class or whatever. Guys no. don't care. We have private showers. Well, okay. I, I always thought guys just didn't care to see each I other I never naked. really cared. But there are several guys that don't want to shower around other people. Like, that's yeah. a thing. It's a... I think it all has to do with, like, uh, modesty and... Insecurity? No, I don't know that it has to do with insecurity at all. I just think it's like, like, I would never talk about things I did with somebody outside. You know, like, I'm very much behind behind closed door stuff. Not because I think that that stuff is wrong, but because, like, it's personal. And people feel that way about... Some people feel that way about going to the bathroom. Some people feel that way about showering. Like, there are things that you don't want to do. Like, there are people that will get massages next to somebody else. There are people that only want to get massages by themselves. Like, it, it's just a personal space, like, comfort level. And I don't think it has anything to do with insecurity. Uh, but urinals, like, it's... There's so many reasons. Like, it's body waste, right? It's like, we are ejecting bad stuff from our bodies. Right? That's the whole job of a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I don't want somebody else's body waste on me. Yeah. I will give you an acceptable time. You ready for this? There is an acceptable time <clears throat> where it's every man for himself. Baseball games. Concerts. Venues. Baseball games, yes. It, Football games. Like, when you have to piss, you don't give a shit. Events. Yeah. And also, oh, there's a sink? I'm peeing in it. I don't also, give a but Fuck. also only number one. Yeah. Number twos? Like, Hell. Nope. I don't care how drunk you get. Do people poop in urinals? Do not shit in a urinal. Why do, well, how? How do they do that? They just back up to it. Turn around? Yeah, but aren't they like wet? Yeah. If you're drunk, you don't care. Ugh. Don't shit in a urinal. I'm grossed out by urinals. Wait, time out. You, like, Girls just squat and pee. Like you don't think when they're drunk, they're drunk. They just fall down into it. Come on. No. They don't fall into their pee. If you are outside and have to pee, okay, you're just like I'm gonna just go squat here and pee. Mm -hmm. But you're drunk and your equilibrium's off. You're gonna fall back. No, I've never done that. I've never done that. I've never seen. Yeah, but you use the the pee thing to help you. No, I use that. Yeah, you shiwi it. 
Oh, I was going to bring... You just shee-wee-wee-wee all the way. I was going to bring that in. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> I was going to bring that in. We were all going to go to a urinal. I don't uh, no. want that Yeah, we'll go to a five one, so we'll have a urinal between us. I, no. And I'll be in the middle, and I'll just shee-wee it. I don't know about this. I think it's fine. Barry said it's fine, so let's I mean, go. I'll tell you Check what, please. you and Barry can go no. shee-wee together. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> He would like the check. Do what? He would like the check. That's Russell's job. Is it? Has he paid you yet? No. <laughs> Me neither. Back pay, back pay. Check, please. Okay, so what did we learn today, guys? We learned all about the origins and ins and outs of Barbie dolls. We learned about a great actor and a voice of a generation sadly passing away from cancer. We learned that maybe Jonah Hill isn't as bad as the media is portraying him to be right now. We also learned that we are not fucking done with the hairy goddamn motherfucking Potter. Uh, we tried several chips, and we like pickles and honey. And we learned that if you're going to pee at an even number of urinals more than two, you should bozo the clown it. Uh, and we also learned that uh, tater tots are better than french fries. Yeah. And no. that Abby is argumentative today. <laughs> today. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, Quarries, uh, rock quarries, uh, <laughs> game show quizzes, uh, quizzical looks, news about this whole UFO thing that's going on right now. Uh, if you want to talk about rich people getting eaten, call the squirrel line 765 242 Or if you think that Jeff Bezos would really make a better sausage, bratwurst, or maybe just even a burger, like whatever happened to the old fashioned hamburger. With a little bit of rich in it. Uh, you can email us, draftyq at gmail.com. Or find us on Patreon at draftyq. Thank you. Okay, so I guess there's nothing left to say, but why do we have to do more Harry Potter movies? And protect Doug's nuts. <laughs> <laughs>